回到家窝在沙发打开电视超疗愈，是很多人重要的 me time。就算在厨房、餐厅或卧房，也舍不得停下正在看的节目。如果你对自己的疗愈时光有高品质追求 ，LG 连续十一年销售第一的 OLED 是不二首选。OLED 价格亲民又高质感的 A 3经典系列智慧电视，支援杜比世界与杜比全景声，追大场面的戏剧超过瘾。现在 LG 推出限量优惠，购买五十五寸 OLED A 三电视，再带一台二十七寸的 Standby Me 闺蜜机，只要六万多块。Standby Me 闺蜜机内建 Netflix、Disney Plus 等影音平台，可以摆床边、餐桌，甚至顶楼露台，家中每处都可以成为你的专属娱乐空间。快到资讯栏了解活动详情，用最舒服的姿势把 LG 电视看起来。Hello， 同情家猪，欢迎收听 Look Back Sunday。在这个节目 ，John 老师会汇整过去不同国家与主题的热门跟读文章，让你可以在十五分钟内吸收最精华的世界时事趣闻。Let's get right to it。Leftists replacing right-wing leaders across Latin America in the final weeks of 2021. Chile and Honduras voted decisively for leftist presidents to replace leaders on the right, extending a significant multi-year shift across Latin America. This year, leftist politicians are the favorites to win presidential elections in Colombia and Brazil, taking over from right-wing incumbents, which would put the left and center-left. In power in the six largest economies in the region, stretching from Tijuana to Terra del Fuego. Economic suffering, widening inequality, fervent anti-incumbent sentiment, and mismanagement of COVID-19 have all fueled a pendulum swing away from the center-right and right-wing leaders who were dominant a few years ago. The left has promised more equitable distribution of wealth, better public services, and vastly expanded social safety nets, but the region's new leaders face serious economic constraints, and the legislative opposition that could restrict their ambitions, and restive voters who have been willing to punish whoever fails to deliver. The left's gains could buoy China. And undermine the United States as they compete for regional influence, analysts say, with a new crop of Latin American leaders who are desperate for economic development and more open to Beijing's global strategy of offering loans and infrastructure investment. The change could also make it harder for the United States to continue isolating authoritarian leftist regimes in Venezuela. Nicaragua and Cuba, with rising inflation and stagnant economies, Latin America's new leaders will find it harder to deliver real change on profound problems," said Pedro Mendez Luriero, a professor of Latin American studies at the University of Cambridge. To some extent, he said, voters are electing the left simply because it is the opposition at the moment. Unlike the early 2000s, when leftists won critical presidencies in Latin America, the new office holders are saddled by debt, lean budgets, scant access to credit, and, in many cases, vociferous opposition. 
Eric Hirschberg, director of the Center for Latin American and Latino Studies at American University, said the left's winning streak is born out of widespread indignation. This is really about lower middle class and working class sectors saying, 30 years into democracy, and we still have to ride a decrepit bus for two hours to get to a bad health clinic, Hirschberg said. Next article. Venezuela, once an oil giant, reaches the end of an era. For the first time in a century, there are no rigs searching for oil in Venezuela. Wells that once tapped the world's largest crude reserves are abandoned or left to flare toxic gases that cast an orange glow over depressed oil towns. Refineries that once processed oil for export are rusting hulks, leaking crude that blackens shorelines and coats the water in an oily sheen. Fuel shortages have brought the country to a standstill. At gas stations, lines go on for miles. Venezuela's colossal oil sector, which shaped the country and the international energy market for a century, has come to a near halt, with production reduced to a trickle by years of gross mismanagement and U.S. sanctions. The collapse is leaving behind a destroyed economy and devastated environment, and many analysts say bringing to an end the era of Venezuela as an energy powerhouse. The country that a decade ago was the largest producer in Latin America, earning about 90 billion US dollars a year from oil exports, is expected to net about 2.3 billion US dollars by the year's end, less than the aggregate amount that Venezuelan migrants who left the country's economic devastation will send back home to support their families, according to Pilar Navarro, a Caracas, Venezuela-based economist. Production is the lowest in nearly a century after sanctions forced most oil companies to stop drilling for or buying Venezuelan oil. And even that trickle could dry up soon, analysts warn. The decline has diminished beyond recognition a country that just a decade ago rivaled the United States for regional influence. It is also unraveling a national culture defined by oil, a source of cash that once seemed endless, it financed monumental public works and pervasive graft, generous scholarships, and flashy shopping trips to Miami. Crippling gasoline shortages have led to an outbreak of dozens of daily protests across most Venezuelan states in recent weeks. More than 5 million Venezuelans, or 1 in 6 residents, have fled the country since 2015, creating one of the world's greatest refugee crises according to the United Nations. The country now has the highest poverty rate in Latin America, overtaking Haiti this year, according to a recent study by Venezuela's three leading universities. Good job, and thanks for tuning in. 想要收听更多过去的跟读单元以及节目,欢迎到我们官网 www.15minutes.today 有兴趣John老师以及其他资深英语老师对谈的节目,记得周末也要回来收听我们同情学英语。Catch you in the next one.